When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is We Have Options, hosted by me, personal finance expert, Dominique Broadway. I left my career as a financial advisor to the 1% to help the 99% build generational wealth. No matter who you are, you have options, and I am here to help you turn those options into dollar signs. Today, I'm going to be answering some FAQs or frequently asked questions on stock options. So, these are questions that I get all the time when I am teaching and maybe even wondering the same thing. So let's look at the most common ones. So I'll start with this one. What do you look for when buying a call? What do you look for when buying a put, right? So when to buy a call, when to buy a put. So when you, what do you, when you're looking to purchase a call, you are typically looking to purchase a call when you think the underlying asset, which is the stock, that the stock price is going to go up, okay? There's a lot of different ways that could signal to you that this stock price is going to go up. One, I have a product called GiveMeASignal.com that literally tells you when the stock is going to go up and when it's going to go down. But if you don't have that, there's a couple other ways. One, adding your stocks to a watch list and you can kind of start to see if there's a trend, right? If the stock is going down or going up, you can kind of identify those trends if you think the stock is going to go up or down based on the trends that you're seeing of how the stock is moving. Also, by being able to read charts and, and see if the stock is in an uptrend or a downtrend and looking over, over the average of, of a certain amount of weeks and kind of seeing if there's a trend line within those weeks, right? And then also uh, by looking at earnings is another thing, right? So sometimes with various earnings, when earnings are coming out, that gives us indication that we think the stock may go up or down based on the earnings, right? So those are some of the ways or some of the things that we look for when, we're, when we are determining if we're going to buy a call or if we're going to buy a put, okay? Another question, uh, can I buy a call and a put for the same company? Yes, you actually can. You can buy a call and buy a put for the same company company. And this is technically called a strangle or a straddle, right? So you're buying a call and buying a put, but typically you're buying either the same expiration date or buying different expiration dates, right? And when you're buying a call and buying a put, that straddling or strangling is essentially similar to the concept of hedging, right? So you're buying someone here and buying, buying some calls and buying some puts, and that kind of covers you on both ways. So if the stock goes up or if the stock goes down, you are going to make money either way. Now, with that being said, when you see that the stock is going one way or the other, you exit the other trade and let this, the stock continue to ride in whatever way is profitable. Now, for many people, that can be a great strategy, but it's definitely more of an advanced strategy because it does require you to invest a little bit more money because you're not just buying a call or just buying a put, you're buying a call 
and a put, right? Um, but it is a great way to hedge your position. Also understanding that when you do that, you're going to typically make less because you're buying some on both sides, right? But you're still hedging. So you're, you're lessening how much you can actually profit, but increasing your chances of being profitable, all right? So that is how and why, and yes, you can, buy a call and a put on the same company, okay? Next question. You said news moves the market. What kind of news should I be looking for? There are a lot of different pieces of news that can come out and, and, and move the market. One of the most surprising ones is when there are layoffs, right? So when a company announces that there are layoffs, believe it or not, that typically makes the stock price go up. Now, I know it's a bad thing when companies announce layoffs, right? That's not a good thing. It's not good for the employees, but it is looked at as a positive thing by investors because that means that the company would hopefully be able to start increasing their profitability because they have left less expenses when it comes to employees. And so that's typically a, a thing that makes the, the uh, stock price go up, right? So that's one of the news. Um, but also other news, right, that you may hear the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates or the Federal Reserve decreasing interest rates, unemployment rates, unemployment rates and jobless claims uh, come out every week, right? So every week they are announcing how many people how many people or how many new people have filed jobless claims this week. As that number goes up or goes down, it can either increase or decrease confidence in the stock market, right? And so um, that is other news that can move the market. Also, like there's so many other pieces of news that sometimes it's super random. So I know a few weeks ago, Apple announced um, that they were having some production issues and they were saying like they, they were having production issues, I think with AirPods and, and they were really concerned about just being able to even produce AirPods and iPhones over the next few months. And this news that Apple released like made the stock completely tank, right? So that's news that sometimes often that type of news is not even necessarily anticipated or expected to be released. It will just get released and it can cause the stock to go a different direction than maybe what you were planning for it to go, okay? Um, another question, how do you know when to cut your losses? Uh, when, when you're thinking about cutting your losses, you always wanna think about your own personal risk tolerance. Right. So when it comes to losses, some people are a little bit more comfortable with seeing the stock or the option fall. Others are not. Right. So I would say you have to figure out what is best for you. But as far as a rule of thumb, when it comes to tech stocks, being able to see them fall at least 20 percent is the norm because tech stocks can typically move very, very quickly and can be very volatile, right? Seeing a, a option fall 20%, it should be a comfortable thing for you. But I always say every time you are investing, which is why we always say focus on the 5% rule, which is never investing more than 5% of the available balance in your portfolio into a single trade, right? So if you're in that trade, you can set your, your stop loss to 10%, or 20% or 30% or however, however far you are most comfortable with having that fall, right? So my rule may be 30%, but you may say, hey, I'm only comfortable seeing it fall 10%. But with something like a tech stock, it could fall 20% and then literally shoot up 80%. So I wanna make sure that, and I want you to make sure that you're not automatically getting stopped out of the trade because you have your stop loss set too low and you're not necessarily giving it room to to wiggle okay last question i got a notification that i may be flagged as a day trader in robin hood what does that mean so a day trader 
technically is, uh, or what we call, they call a pattern day trader is if you make, uh, four or more day trades within five trading days. Now for a trade to be considered a day trade, it means that you need to get in that trade and get out of that trade on the same day. If you get in a trade and get out of the trade the next day, that's not a day trade. Okay. But if you get in the trade, let's say if it's a Tuesday, if you get in the trade on Tuesday morning and you're getting out on the same day, that is considered a day trade. If you do that more um, than four times within five days, you are signaled as a, a pattern day trader. Now, if you have less, this only applies if you have less than $25,000 in your trading account. If you have over $25,000 in your trading account, it doesn't matter, okay? They don't care. Um, and this $25,000 is a total of your cash, your stocks and your options. This doesn't include cryptocurrency, okay? So as long as you have over $25,000 in your trading account, you can do whatever you want. When you have less than that, uh, then, you have to follow the rule, right? Now, the cool thing with Robinhood and a lot of other platforms, you can set set it up so that you're notified if you're getting close to that. If you do break that rule, they can suspend your account. And sometimes they can suspend your account for a few months, a few weeks, depending on the brokerage firm. So I always say, um, do what you can to avoid getting flagged as a day trader. And it's actually not hard to do. People who have less than $25,000 in their account typically get flagged because they get too anxious. Most of the time, the trades that you're getting in, you're probably getting into them on one day and getting out the next day. So I always say a good rule of thumb is to get into the trade close to the market close, right? And then getting out at the market open or anytime the next day, and it's no longer a day trade, but you're still getting nice returns in a short time frame. okay? So... I want to go ahead and wrap today's episode with one of my favorite money mantras. So as we're talking about earnings and, and making money and getting flagged, <laughs> one of the big things I want us to all focus on is that we are all money magnets. So this is one of my favorite money mantras. I am a money magnet, okay? I am a money magnet. You guys are all money magnets. Hopefully you are magnetizing and attracting all of the money and wealth your way. All right, see you soon. We Have Options is a production of Money News Network. We Have Options is written and hosted by me, Dominique Broadway. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie.